Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. Les, we finally made it. Championship time here on the Southern California Prep Insider Baseball Podcast. How excited are you? Dude, I'm pumped, man. I get to go sit on four games on Saturday over at Cal State Fullerton. It's going to be a blast. I can't believe the season's coming to an end, though, Tommy. I mean, it seems like we just started doing this podcast, and here we are, man, the, our, our final goodbyes. It has gone very quickly. We're going to give you all, yes, seven, there, I counted it right, seven divisions for this final podcast because there is only one game in each division because it's finals, obviously. Um, we will start in Division 7. This game is happening at UC Riverside. It's happening Saturday, and it will first pitch will be at 3.30. Again, a lot of these games, there are games in front of them, so game before permitting. The ideal start time is 3.30 for this one. It is Trinity, Classical Academy, and Fillmore is the home team. Man, Fillmore comes in having outscored opponents 37-2 to in the playoffs, which is insane, right? I mean, their closest game was a 5-2 win over St. Genevieve in the second round. This is coming from an at-large team from the Tri-Valley League team, Tommy. This is insane, right? This is what playoff baseball is all about. Trinity Classical Academy, meanwhile, they've been challenged virtually in every game, including a pair of one-run wins. Fillmore, to me, though, man, they look like a team of destiny in this bracket. Again, an at-large team making it all the way to the finals. It's hard to root against those guys, so I'm going with Fillmore to win it all. Uh, yeah, Fillmore will probably have Augustine Osaguda on the mound. He's got a 1.69 ERA, but I like Trinity. The, the Pfeiffer brothers, freshman Luke hitting 550, junior Andrew hitting 458. Andrew with a 105 ERA. He only pitched one and a third innings on Tuesday, so he can come back and start this one if he really wants to. And Tuesday to Saturday, not that big of a deal. So I like Trinity. Next, we go to Division Six. This is a UCR game as well. This one happens at noon. It is Morena Valley at Pauley of Pasadena. Yeah, Pasadena Poly against Mo Valleas, I mean, who was probably somewhere in the 14 to 18 seed neighborhood. I mean, Poly has not been challenged at all in the playoffs. Uh, while Morena Valley didn't have their first road game until the semis, so they won two straight corn flips and got three straight home games out the shoot, which is huge. Uh, they did beat Silverado 8-7 in that semi. Uh, as the number one overall seed, though, it's going to be tough to beat Poly, so I'm going to go with the Panthers who at 26-3 and have had a pretty darn good season. They've been 26-3, and but they weren't challenged that much during the regular season. Moreno Valley played some tough teams early. Granted, they lost some of those games, but they did. They had those tough games on the schedule. And for that reason and that reason only, I'm going to go with Moreno Valley. Next, Division 5. This is a Fullerton game. It's happening Saturday. It's, it will uh, First pitch is 1 p.m. It is Malibu at Temple City. Yeah, Malibu was the uh, road team in the opening round facing the number three overall seed, which makes them the 30th seed in this bracket. And here they are in the finals. Uh, the Sharks lost four or five at the end of the season. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, here we go. We're hot and we're in the finals. Uh, for Temple City, the Rams, they were not highly seeded in this bracket either, yet here they are. Uh, led by Nico Day on the mound, Rams should feel pretty confident about their chances. But when a team gets on a streak like Malibu has been, man, they're just sometimes they're just really tough to beat. So I'm going to go with the Sharks in this one to pull it out. I'm going to go with the Sharks too. It lines up pretty well for William Tamkin to be on the mound. He's the Cal State Northridge commit for Malibu. Normally he's on the mound to win the game. So I've got Malibu, even though they are the de facto road team. Next, Division Four. This is a Riverside game. This is the night game. It is 7 p.m. It'll be Monrovia and La Quinta. Yeah, La Quinta is a team I saw the last week of the season. They appear to be putting it all together at the right time. Uh, Miles Dillies and Francisco Cordova anchor that lineup that is fast. They're fundamentally sound. 
they can they can hit quite honestly. Uh, their pitching was good. And they should have uh, Andres Ariano going for them, uh, which will certainly help. Monrovia is led by senior Gabriel Ariano and his 477 average. Uh, but the Wildcats have six other regulars hitting above 300 as well, so you can't sleep on them. Laquita had to work a little bit to get past a pretty good windward team in the semis, uh, and I think that experience alone is going to be the difference here, so I'm going to take the Blackhawks to win. I will go the other way. They've got uh, Monrovia's got Josh Delgado with a 109 ERA. Again, only through four innings against Hemet on in the semis, so he can come back. They've got Julian uh, Gomez Trijo, who's got a 204 ERA. Excuse me, he threw three innings against Hemet, so they can duplicate that same exact formula here. They had a great game against Hemet, so I'm going to go with Monrovia here in Division Four. Next, Division Three, it is another Fulton game. It is the first game of the day. It is the uh, 10 o'clock game. It is Maranatha Alisal. Yeah, this should be a doozy, right? It's the battle, battle of Pasadena here. Maranatha is the team everyone thought would be here in Division Three. Uh, they're pitching, their offense, their defense. They would play nicely in a higher division as well. I would love to see them, for example, in, say, Division One or even Division Two, going against Beckman would have been really sweet. Uh, LaSalle, meanwhile, they won three games by a total of four runs if you take out their 6-0 thumping over Tomesco Canyon, uh, who at the time was playing some really, really good baseball. Lancer's offense is led by Ethan Patrick and Brendan Mace, each hitting over 424 on the season. Uh, they should have Zane Lindemann, our guy, and his .97 ERA on the mound. Challenge for the Lancers is going to be they're likely going to be facing Dawson Metz, who's been one of the best pitchers in the state, regardless of division this year. Uh, combine Nets on the mound with the Minutemen's offensive lineup, and I'm going to go with Maranatha in this one. I'm going to go LaSalle. I like Maranatha, too. I'm going to mention Marco Martinez as well, hitting 421, 4-128 RBIs. They have not lost a game since April 5th. So looking at the – it's basically – yeah, it's June now. So <laughs> Are you going LaSalle or are you going Maranatha? I'm, I'm about to so, – I'm, so, I'm, I'm giving Maranatha some props, and I'm going to go with LaSalle. Um, I like Zane Lindemann on the mound. Uh, Dawson Nets is throwing a lot in this postseason. We'll, we'll see We'll see how it goes, but I, I like LaSalle on this one. Going to Division Two now, this is a Fullerton game, the 430 game. The uh, I guess you would say the subheadliner, what's the word in boxing? The co-main event? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> this is what, the, end, the undercard? Uh, yeah, the under, yeah, the, the final, yeah. Know, it, it, is, uh, it is Beckman at Ukaipa. The, 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 you know, this game to me could be – you know, the game of the day, right? I mean, Ukaipa and Beckman, this is kind of something you and I have been talking about throughout this postseason and something that we were hoping we'd get, I think, at least I was. Uh, you know, Ukaipa went on the road and took down a really good Ayala team, uh, you know, in, in a game in which the Thunderbirds, they were just the better team that day. I was at that game. Uh, sophomore Jordan Andrade has got a chance to be really special. I mean, he's been lights out this postseason for the Thunderbirds. He was 4-4, including a double uh, that one hopped the wall and started the rally that you know ultimately won the game for them. Uh, Tyson Heaton should get the start in this one. Uh, he closed it out uh, through an inning in relief. Uh, he looked really good. Beckman has outscored their playoff performance 33 to seven, and it hasn't even been that close. You know the pitching staff's been incredible for the Patriots. We talked about you know the law firm of uh, Goldstein, Platero, and Ernst. Uh, you know while the offense has just obviously really produced. Heaton's, Heaton will hands down be the best pitcher they've faced in the playoffs, but based on who Beckman has played throughout the season and in the preseason, you know his stuff shouldn't become as a surprise. In the end, I just think Beckman's lineup and their pitching depth is a tick better 
than Ukaipa. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I want to give Ukaipa a shout out. Though. They've had a great season so far. They've got seven players hitting over 300. They're hitting 348 as a team, but this is a Beckman team that is probably one of the best teams, not only in Southern California, but the whole entire state. You could even argue you play with anyone in the country. As you mentioned, they've been blowing teams out in the playoffs, which means the arms are fresh, they're ready to go. So it is always very tough to beat a team in the playoffs. It's got fresh arms, so I'm going to go with Beckman. The main event, the final game, it'll be at Fullerton. It'll be at 7.30 under the lights. It will be Foothill, Zanana, and Capistrano Valley, two teams that we definitely expected to be here, right? We totally called this from the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I certainly did not anticipate seeing this matchup in the D1 finals. But you know what? I'm really glad that we are because there's so many storylines in this game, Tommy. Like for Capital Valley, is this Bob Zamora's final game? I mean, he's been there 41 years as the head coach. There's a lot of rumors swirling that he may retire. Is he going to retire and handle, you know, hand the reins over? Is this Vince Brown's final game at Foothill? Will he take another job? Has been has been rumored for the last several months. Uh, you know, with Capital Valley, will they finish off what's been a dream season with a title? Will Foothill, you know, remain one of the hottest teams in the postseason and send their 11 seniors off as champs? It's just going to be a really fun game to watch and cover. Uh, similar styles uh, through both of these head coaches. You know, Capital Valley, you know, you could say that they slayed Goliath in their 4-2 win against Olu, a game you were at, and, you know, a game that wasn't even as close as that score would indicate. Uh, you know, Foothill took down Cinderella, Bishop Amat 7-1. Both teams are, are very, very deserving of being here, obviously. Both teams have had a couple of breaks along the way, Capital Valley with a couple walk-off wins. You know, another little nugget in this game, to feature a pitching matchup of Ryan Torek of Foothill, going against Ryan Doherty of Capital Valley, two guys that will be teammates next year at St. Mary's. Uh, you know, just talk about the ultimate bragging rights, right? Those guys are going to be, you know, talking smack for a few years. You know, playing for a legendary coach, though, is sometimes is something players don't often fully grasp until years after they've done playing for him. But Capital Valley has an opportunity to give legendary coach Bob Zamora one last hurrah, and because of that, you know, I think I'm going to go with the sentimental favorites here and pick the Cougars to win this title. Yeah, it would be a great story to see that happen. As mentioned, I was at that Olu game, and I want to give a shout-out to both fan bases. It was standing room only at Hart Park. I was standing on the side in the hot sun uh, checking out that game. But uh, great game, great atmosphere for, uh, for both fans. Um, I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to go the other way. Uh, Ryan Turek, as you mentioned, threw a complete game shout-out the last time he pitched in the playoffs against Etiwanda. That is clutch. And if you can lock down... Again, a team like Etiwanda, the team that we had been talking about pretty much all year, um, to shut them out like that, complete game, and then come back here with Capital Valley. Capital Valley, scrappy team, love them. They, they were really fun to watch when I was out there uh, last week, or this week, excuse me. But I'm going to go with Foothill. That's it. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is it. That is the final predictions of the season. The, again, every, every game is going to happen Saturday. I hope we didn't go too fast because I mentioned all the game times for you. So if there's anyone that you want to check out, uh, make sure to do that. Again, Riverside and Fullerton are the finals. Les, anything else you want to add? Uh, just uh, be sure to follow us. We'll have coverage throughout the day on Saturday. I'll be posted up at Fullerton. Uh, probably sit there for the four games. So make sure you hit us up on uh, at PBR underscore California on Twitter and at PBR California on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we'll be running out some stuff, some content throughout the week as well from these games. And there's something else next week. What is it? Something baseball-related with kids and Major League Baseball. and Is it where they call their names? Yeah, I think it was that thing. Lives? Maybe. Uh, yeah, that thing. That's what it was. 
So we'll, we'll have some draft coverage also coming out uh, Monday through Wednesday, you know, highlighting some of the guys from California that do get uh, picked. And then check us out at FrontBaseballReport.com for our, our, you know, blowing the wall coverage uh, nationally for the MLB draft as well. And again, I want to thank everybody who's been watching all season long. It means a lot to us. I know it means uh, some of these kids. And big, big, big uh, congratulations to all the teams that made it to the finals. It's an accomplishment that most people don't get to do or a game that most people don't get to play in. So it's going to be awesome uh, for all those kids at those college stadiums. And a final good luck to everyone who's potentially going to be drafted. It's always great to see the Southern California kids high up on the draft boards. That is it for this season. Enjoy the championships. We'll see you next year.